Welcome to the Dream Living Podcast, the podcast for those who want to achieve phenomenal results in their life, career, and business. Now, here is your host, Angela Spears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Living Podcast. This is Angela Spears, your host and Dream Living Coach, and I'm back along with my co-host, Terry Thomas, uh, HR professional and life coach. Hi, Terry. How you doing? Hi, Angela. I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, 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 good. Well, good. just wanted to acknowledge a few things before we jump into today's topic. The first thing is uh, haven't been as consistent the past couple of weeks, and we did also have to uh, cancel our sip and dream event that was focused on goal setting and vision boarding. Um, I had a death in my family. It's for a personal emergency. And so uh, that's the reason why we haven't been as consistent the last couple of weeks and also why we had to cancel that event. So if you were planning to attend that event, I apologize. Terry and I are working together to figure out what's next. So stay tuned for that. And then also, um, we I did post, but not as consistently. So um, we will continue to post weekly uh, from here forward. So just wanted to acknowledge that uh, we're back in full effect and uh, hope, hope you did miss us too much. <laughs> so um, again, if you've been listening and tuning in, we've been primarily focused on career and today is no exception. We are tackling the subject of navigating a career change. And I thought this was an important topic to discuss because in with the clients that I work with and with the coaching circles that I conduct, which I've talked about before, where um, we have people get together who are actually navigating a career change, whether they are intentionally making a change or whether they were laid off, there's a lot to consider with that. And so if you're interested in joining that free group, feel free to email me at um, dreamlivingcoach at gmail.com, dreamlivingcoach at gmail.com. If you're interested in joining that, we've had more and more people join and it's been a very uh, productive uh, time spent, I believe. Um, we've last This past week, we focused on resume writing, which we already talked about on this podcast. So be sure to listen in on that episode if you need uh, some tips on resumes. And we also had people actually give their elevator pitches and um, practicing that and getting peer feedback from the group, as well as me and other facilitators who filled in while I was away. So uh, keep that in mind. If you're navigating a career change, we are hosting the Navigating a Career Change Coaching Circles on Wednesdays. And if you're interested, email me again at dreamlivingcoach at gmail.com. All right. So navigating a career change, it can involve so many different things. And I already sort of mentioned that. One is Maybe you're laid off or furloughed. Uh, we're in the midst, uh, still in the midst of a pandemic, and there are still many who have um, experienced that. Unfortunately, I've come across several who have. Or maybe you're in a career, you're just not happy. You're not. It's not fulfilling to you. It doesn't align with your purpose. You're not passionate about it. Whatever that situation may be, you may realize, you know, I need to make a change, but I'm not even sure what the change is. So those are a couple of situations I think um, 
navigating a career change might come up. It also could be just in the midst of this world and the global economy that we live in right now, that you want to just transfer your skills and pivot to, to something completely different. Um, again, that's not uncommon. And um, research has shown that people can pivot these days up to five to 10 times in their career. I know I've pivoted. I'm sure you have pivoted in your career as well, Terry. So I thought I would open it up by just maybe asking uh, both of us this question. We'll answer this question. Um, when was a time that um, you navigated a career change? What was the situation? And how did you navigate that situation? So do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll let you start this one. Okay. So I, I have pivoted my career a couple of times. The first time I pivoted was uh, when I graduated from college. And I know I've shared this story on this podcast before. So if you've been listening, you've heard this. But um, I went to college uh, with the intent of being a certified financial planner. And so I majored in finance. And I went to, went to Indiana University, very, you know, good business school for that major. And I um, started my career out in banking and I was in this um, management training program that was offered by Chase at the time and rotated in different parts of the bank so I could get experience in different parts of the bank and decide what resonated most, most with me in my career. So I chose retail because retail most aligned with helping clients with their finances. You know, like I said, I wanted to be a certified financial planner. And so I thought that that would help me to get there. And it was definitely would have had I continued that down that career path. But long story short, I ended up being a branch manager and realizing that, you know, the sales part of it wasn't exactly for me. And so um, I realized that I was more passionate about educating people uh, about their finances. In fact, I think I shared this story with you too, Terry, because I talked about that I did this talk at a retirement community and they gave me a standing ovation. And I was like, oh, I want to educate people as opposed to be involved in the sales. So how did I navigate that change? So I realized, again, that I wanted to train people and give seminars and, and talks um, on how to um, manage your finances. I thought that would be a good way for me to get into learning and development because I discovered that field in the midst of this journey in my career. And so what I did was uh, started to focus my resume on things that were training related. Like I had come up with a curriculum for my staff when I was a branch manager. Uh, I trained my tellers because I had to go through all that training to become a branch manager. So I was a part of training them. I I focused on like manuals that I created so that uh, I could focus on those transferable skills that will help me to get into a learning and development position. Now, was it easy? No, it was not. Did it take time? Absolutely. It took me two years. It took me two years to make that pivot. Um, What I ended up doing was um, networking. And after I left Chase and I went to work for PricewaterhouseCoopers, a management consulting firm. And in that job, I was able to get a broad range of projects where I was able to hone in on learning and development skills. And I continued to craft my resume 
uh, of that related to those different projects and, and those tasks that I did. For instance, I came up with a curriculum for when we implemented a whole new system and process for a call center. And I worked on developing the manuals and also training them on the new process. We did this business process analysis came up with the new process, had to document what the new process was and train the new staff on that. So I did that. And it, again, I ended up finally landing a position, took a, still took a few years <laughs> um, to get into where I work for State Teachers Retirement System of Ohio. And that's a job where I traveled around the state and delivered seminars on, guess what? finances. <laughs> That's where my skills in banking really came into play. And so again, transferable skills is a real key to make a, a pivot. I think it's about being clear on what it is you want to do, number one. Number two, being clear on the transferable skills you have that can help you to get to the job or career path that you desire. And it's also about positioning your skills in a way that will get people's attention when you're applying for those jobs. And uh, we talked about getting people's attention with your resume when we talked about resume. So I would encourage you to listen to that if you want to hear more about that specifically. And I know that was a long answer to the question, but it's uh, that was my journey. That And that's one time that I made a career pivot. I've done it at least a couple more times. So I'm going to stop talking <laughs> and ask you, Terry, uh, if you have an experience personally or do you have anything you might add um, to what I shared about my own journey? So I think what you shared is perfect. And I think there were so many things that you said in there that was that that were like key nuggets or items that people need to think about when they're navigating career change. Personally, for me, um, I may have a little I have a different story because I've been in human resources for so many years. And I've always that's the that is the business I've always wanted to be in. Um, well, that's what I thought I wanted to be in. And I do enjoy that arena. And so my career has been in that field, just in different areas for all of my career. Basically what I started, I started out in recruitment, um, because that's where I first found my first HR opportunity was in the recruitment arena. And then I moved into training and um, I don't know if it's such, it was more of me like navigating or trying to get there as much as somebody giving me a chance just to work in there in that, in that field. Um, and then I pivoted over to employee relations. But again, I was always in the HR arena and just doing different things in uh, within HR. I think when I think about navigating career change for myself, for me, it's the fact that, you know, probably back in 2009, I really decided, hey, I want to get my life coaching certification because this is something I, I, I want to do. So for me, my navigating career change has to do with more of what I want to do outside of my nine to five and kind of like that second mm -hmm. job I have in my life coaching and how I would get there. And I think the important thing to do is once you recognize that you want to do something different, what are those things that you need to do to get to that other career or that other, um, or that, yeah, that other career that you want to be in. So for me, I'm like, okay, I think I really want to be, um, a life coach. So what do you need to do to be a life coach? So you start researching and I researched and I said, Oh, I, I need a life coaching certification, right? Um, this is what it is. And, you know, you find out more about it, you do your research and then you start 
intentionally, there's my word again, intentional, you start intentionally doing things or um, participating in projects or getting certifications that is, will enhance your skill set into that other area you want to be in. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. but I, yeah, I like what you said, focus on transferable skills, focus on networking, focus on taking projects that will enhance those skills and then start building your resume off of those skills. And I, I wrote something down while you were talking too. I wrote down tasks versus skills. I think when you're in the same arena and you look at your resume, you focus on the tasks. Like these are the different things I've done within employee relations because the people in that arena will know those tasks and be like, okay, they're proficient in this, they're proficient in this. But when you're trying to transfer to something else, then you have to think about your, your transferable skills. Right. It's not necessarily the tasks you do, but what are those skills that you have that will transfer to that other arena you want to be in? Yeah. Excellent point. And, and also being able to articulate how those transferable skills can support that new career that you're looking to do. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to look for examples of, uh, task, like you said, in, in jobs or um, accomplishments maybe that you achieved um, in your career that can really easily transfer to that mm-hmm. new career. And again, for me, in the example that I gave with that job at State Teachers Retirement System of Ohio, my financial experience really came in handy uh, yeah. when it came to delivering those seminars. And I had delivered a, at least a few seminars at the retirement place. So those were two transferable skills that very much aligned with that new job. And it's sometimes it takes time to really think about what are those transferable skills? Because that's Mm -hmm. kind of a, that's a bit, a bit of a leap to go from uh, banking to learning and development. Those are two completely different professions, but I was able to do it. And, And I think too, if I were to give tips for someone who was looking to do that, to make a pivot, uh, be patient, um, network too. I didn't mention that, but um, networking and letting people know in, within your network what you're looking to do and, and asking them to connect you with people that can help you. Maybe you do, uh, and this is not something, this is something that was done years ago. I don't know if people still do this or not, but do an informational interview with, you know, look, find people who are doing what you desire to do, whether it's in business, whether it's in life coaching, like Terry mentioned, whether it's a certain role in a corporation that you are interested in, talk to people who are in those roles, people love to talk about themselves and just say, you know, I'm, you know, admire you. You can actually go on LinkedIn and find people and just say, you know, I've, I've admired your, you know, your career trajectory. And I'd love to learn more about your career journey. Would you mind spending a few minutes to chat about it? Yeah. Um, And again, when you are networking and if you, they, that person connects you with other people, it's like, yeah, talk to this person be curious, ask questions. You know, this is your time to do your research. And that that's the reason why I believe it took me some time to make the change because I had to do research first. I had to understand the wor- world of learning and development, the types of roles that were um, involved in that particular field. I had no idea. <laughs> and so I, I, doing my research, you know, again, updated my resume, had different people look at it, try to connect with people in the field. 
And it, it eventually got me there. And again, talking to people about what it is you want to do, because I'm telling you what got me that job at PwC was talking to one of my banking clients. And oh, <laughs> I was talking to her about, you know, I really want to make a career change, you know, and just talking to her about that. She said, you know, we're looking for people in my company, gave my resume, boom, got a job at PwC. And it, that helped me to get to where I wanted to be. It wasn't a direct jump because I did not have a learning and development role at PwC. But management consulting has so many different skills that you can develop that are transferable to so many different things that that was a very good um, opportunity for me. I was there for mm, at least two or three years before Mm -hmm. I ended up getting to a formal learning and development role. So. I think it's funny. I just wanted to to mention a a really quick story here, you know, because I said, I, you know, wanted to get into life coaching. I've had my certification for a while, but you know, life happens and things happen and, you know, you get away from it for a while, but you know, this past year is when I started saying, Hey, you know, I really want to get back into this and try to pivot in this direction again. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was interesting because, you know, sometimes to network, you don't have to look that far. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I was thinking about getting back into my life coaching again, I, and Angela, you get a kick out of this. I was like, I woke up one morning. I'm like, I need to talk to my cousin, Bill. Mm-hmm. My cousin, Bill has a life coaching business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just like, why haven't I called him and talked to him? Um, and so he was one of the first people I called when I started <laughs> thinking about getting back into life coaching. And it was interesting. My, my cousin is, is, is a, a, a well, he's a minister, a pastor. And when I called him, he was like, oh my goodness. He was like, Terry, I've been thinking about blah, blah, A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's come to the point, you know, and that was last year when I talked to him. And I was just like, I just want to pick your brain. I just want to talk, da, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was a great conversation, but it kind of got my, my engines going and my juices revving. And then um, of course you and I kind of got together and now we're actually going to be doing a project with him, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, you know, that's how things evolve, but sometimes you don't have to look very far, Yeah, you know, to, mm-hmm. to find that networking opportunity that you need. Right. So just wanted to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. And again, if you don't, like, maybe if you don't even have somebody that close to you in your field, you never know who they know. Mm-hmm. Your network is about not just your immediate network, but that extensive network is who they know and, right. and who they know. And you think of it LinkedIn, you have that, that person, that's your first connection. Then you have people out there that are second, two people removed from you or third, three people removed from you. (laughs) LinkedIn is just another networking site as well. It's used for other things too, but talk to people, talk to people about what you're trying to do, but with caution, you shouldn't talk to everybody about what you're trying to do because you do have haters out there who want to you know, hate on what you're trying to do or discourage what you're trying to do. So really be thoughtful about that, but talk to people, let people know what you're doing, what you're thinking about and be, again, we talked about this in the networking episode as well. So I encourage you to listen to that as well, because all of these topics overlap and inter integrate with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're talking to people, be intentional about what outcome you want. We mentioned that on the networking episode, 
have questions that you want that you end with. It's like, uh, who do you know that might be that it might be interesting to connect with to where I can learn more? Or who do you who do you think um, might be able to give me more insights about this? And it's not like you don't want to come across as desperate or anything. It's just as simple as that. You know, it's just having a conversation. And some people feel comfortable, uncomfortable about that because they feel like, well, what am I going to say? And I feel like I'm be too salesy. Just be natural. Just say, I just want to ask them a few questions. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be that way. So again, networking is a really key part of pivoting in your career, not only to learn more about the profession you're trying to pivot to or the business you're trying to pivot to, but also those connections can lead to other things. Like Terry said, it can lead you to that next opportunity. It can lead you to a connection of a, to a person that'll give you a job or a business partnership uh, as it did, you know, with Terry and, and myself. So networking is critical. <laughs> it may be the most critical outside of really being clear on what you want to navigate to. Now I've come across people who said, I know I want to change and I don't know what it is, that's where coaches come in. That's where people like me and Terry can talk to, have an initial conversation with you or consultation, like we, like I call it, and ask you questions to help you get clarity about the what. Actually, uh, have somebody in my coaching circle who is, you have different people at different levels in the coaching circles, different parts of their journey. You have one person who's can't easily clearly articulate their elevator pitch because they're clear on what it is they want. And to me, you have to be clear on what you want if you're going to have a clear elevator pitch. And when Mm -hmm. I say elevator pitch, what I mean is just, how do you introduce yourself? My name is da-da-da-da, I do da-da-da-da-da, and I'm interested in (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. It's just as simple as that, but it's not simple if you're not clear on what it is you want to do. So, being clear on what you want to do is very important to successfully navigate a career change. And if you are not clear, I encourage you again to reach out to me on dreamlivingcoach dreamliving at gmail.com or go to www.dreamlivingcoach.com. And those are a couple of ways you can set an initial free consultation with me where we can begin to have that conversation to help you get more clarity and see if we might work together beyond that. I think that's so, so important if you want to make a career change. I also think that you made a really good point, Terry, earlier about maybe you want to uh, transition to a business. Maybe you want to start a business and think about what business you want. That's another thing that I, that I help people with in coaching and how those skills, the skills you have can help you make that pivot. Coaching, I think, is a really good resource to help you with that, that I did not necessarily always have when I made career pivots, I just kind of figured it out and, and mm-hmm. my own research and through networking, but coaching can help with that as well. Okay. Absolutely. Anything absolutely. you want to add to that? Yeah. I was just going to say, absolutely. I think coaching helps because I think a lot of times people are just in their mind, right. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of stuff going on in your mind and some of that stuff in your mind may not be as clear as you think it is. Or if you're, if you're like really just like, I don't know what I want to do. I kind of want to do this. I kind of want to do that. It's so nice to have somebody else to kind of like hear you and kind of tell you what you're saying. Like, this is what I hear you saying. Mm-hmm. And is that what you mean? Or do you mean something else to help you gain, gain that clarity? And it may seem simple, but it's so nice to have somebody else to talk to, to kind of bounce that stuff off of somebody who's not 
I hate to say it, sometimes your friends are not the best people to talk to when you're talking about things like this, because they can be people like, oh, but what about the money you make? And what about the, you know, Mm -hmm. you're like, no, I'm not trying to be in that space right now. I'm trying to figure out what it is I really want to do. And sometimes that coach can be that objective person and not, you know, that can, you you can just truly just bounce things off of, and they can give you what they, what they're hearing. You could, they can tell you back what, what they're hearing you say and help you gain that clarity and probably do it a lot faster to be very honest. Right. 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 That's just the thought I had. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And again, the coaching circles I mentioned before, I think can help as well because everyone in that group is navigating a career change. And then we offer, uh, if it's, makes sense for the individual uh, coaching outside of that. And I have to tell you, you know, you may be asking, well, how can coaching really help me? Well, I had a person, have one person who's in that coaching circle who I've been working with and she got a job offer. She And she, it's a kind of completely different field, completely different field. She went from being an admin to a sales job and we worked together to go through all the steps we talked about, getting clear on what she wanted to do, getting her elevator pitch going, understanding her brand, looking at her resume and making sure it's targeted so that she would get the attention she needed to um, get be successful in a sales job. And she got a job offer and she's starting next month. And now I'm going to be working with her to just kind of strategize with her about her first you know, once she starts, how can she implement a plan that's going to ensure she's successful? So that's just an example of how coaching can help. And I've just talked to this person yesterday and I'm just, just told her how proud I am of her and making such a significant transition. That's a pretty big shift. And uh, she did, she's, I'm so proud of her. It's just amazing. Look, I don't even know the person, but I'm proud of him too. That's awesome. That's just, oh, that makes my heart. Yeah. yeah, she was a person who, and she wasn't laid off or anything. She decided this is not for me anymore. She quit. <laughs> she ended up. She ended up, you know, negotiating something that helped her in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And then we worked together, and now she's in a new career, and uh, it's just amazing. So, um, yeah, coaching circles and coaching one-to-one coaching can help group coaching can help. And, you know, me and Terry are not the only ones who are coaches. There are plenty out there that have different approaches to coaching that can help you. I encourage you to find one that that's right for you. But um, those are, those are the basics in terms of navigating a career change. And it's, it's not just navigating the change, but it's also the job search part of it as well, which involves the, the elevator pitch, the branding, the networking and all of that, which we've already covered. So um, I encourage you, if you have not listened to our previous episodes on career, all of those topics will help you in terms of navigating a career change as well. And again, if you're a person who's wanting, wanting to navigate to a business, don't forget, you know, I help people to achieve phenomenal results in their life, career, and business. And I've also helped people to pivot to a business, to a successful, uh, thriving business. I have testimonials for that as well, but I won't get into that today. But I'll just say, if you're interested, definitely reach out. Uh, again, dreamlivingcoach at dream, gmail.com. And Terry and I will be um, offering some things uh, after, you know, in the future, we just need to regroup and put our heads together and figure out what that looks like. So stay tuned for that as well. So Terry, did you have anything else you wanted to share about navigating a career change? 
You know, if anything, it's just kind of reiterating what we've already said. And I think, you know, the most important thing is, like, I think you said it is just be patient. Um, know what you want to do. I mean, let know what that career change looks like for you. Do your research um, and then just start working towards it. Um, there's, there's, like you said, several tips you can use, several things you've said today that um, can help them get started on that path and just, you know, plan out what you want to do and go for it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Yeah. I love what you said. Go for it. You can do it. Cause I think confidence is required to, to successfully do this as well. And I, that's where I think a coach can also help because you mm-hmm. might end up be in the midst of something. You just don't know what to do. And there, and when you don't know what to do, you're not confident. <laughs> I've come across many people in that situation. And sometimes you just need that support. But if you, you know, confidence, be confident, network, all of those things we said, you can do it. You can be successful. I just shared a story of someone who did it uh, with some help, but it's possible. Don't shortchange yourself. Don't hide behind fear. If something's not right in your career, you're not happy in your career, you know, really think about what it's going to take for you to be happy and go for it. Go ahead and make the change and you'll be better for it. Trust me. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Um, as always. And uh, like I said, we're going to be more consistent. <laughs> we had to take a little bit of a break due to some family situation on my part. Th- thank you as always for joining me uh, on the podcast, Terry, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.